Happy Tuesday. Today we are going to talk about your website. Is it something that you want anybody to look at? We'll talk all about it on the other side of the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Hello and welcome to week two of the Find the Green podcast. We are going to talk about websites today. We're going to talk about what we should utilize them for, what they need to do for us, and if we can actually generate some revenue right online. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that have a website because that's what you need to do. People say, you need to get a website. Well, guess what? Getting a website and just having something up there that has a few details about the golf course is not what a website is supposed to be functioning as in 2019. In 2019, your website is supposed to be one of the major sources of revenue when a customer is looking or searching out for what golf course they're going to play. You want them to go onto your site, be able to book a tee time on your website, and potentially be able to buy a gift card or buy something at the online shop that you have and engage in an online blog or potentially sign up for some lessons right there on your website. So we're going to dive into it step by step and we are going to start right now with the look of the website. Now there are a lot of websites out there that are absolutely horrible. One picture of something that doesn't even look like a golf hole. Unfortunately as golf professionals most of us don't dig as deep into the marketing of of the golf course, especially when it comes to online. It's been something that has been thrust onto a lot of managers and a lot of golf professionals, general managers, owners, the need to really be aware of what an online presence is. And I talk about it a lot and you know this, if you've listened to me before, we really dive into the importance of an online footprint. And one of the biggest parts of the footprint is your website. The great thing about the website is you can generate income from that website, but you have to make it something that they really want to be a part of. Now, if you have somebody that comes out and says, yeah, hey, I can do your website and I'll get it up for you and it'll look really neat. And and you ask them, how many times do you play golf or have you played golf? Oh, well, um, you know, I, I really only get into the mini golf kind of thing right now, but you know, I'm really, really good at putting together websites. Well, that's great. There are so many websites stencils that are out there right now that anybody can put together a website and I don't mean that in a derogatory manner because there are some specialty websites that are out there that definitely require a professional that understands what they're doing. But the most important thing is you have to make it a selling page, something that says, oh, wow, I want to go to that place. I want to spend money at that place because it looks like it's an amazing day. It looks like I'm going to have the greatest experience that I've had in golf or for places that aren't top of the line, five star 
places, it gives you the ability to get your best foot forward, put together a blog, teaching people how to play golf, have people come up and give testimonials on there, have an online website that has an online store as well, sell your product online at a slightly deeper discount so that they can order it, come in and then play golf when they pick it up. It's a great thing that you can do with this online service. It's just a matter of being able to utilize it and understand the purpose of it. And that's where a lot of places fall short. The thought of having a website is not just, we put our prices up, we put a picture of the clubhouse and we call it good. What you have to do is create an experience online that shows them this is what you're going to experience when you come to our facility. If you're not doing that with your current website, it is definitely the place that we need to start. Because as we've talked about in the past, most customers are going to go online and search for the type of golf course that they want to play. They will go to Google, they will go to some online review sites and try to find a golf course that fits their needs. Once they find that golf course, they're gonna go to the golf course's website. If that website falls short of what they are expecting, then you are written off and they will not return for quite some time, if ever again. Taking the time every year to do the things that I'm gonna talk about right now will give you the ability to at least put a foot in the right direction for them. Because if you do the things that I'm about to talk about, then they will not have a reason to click off of your website. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the photos that you have on there. One of the biggest things that people will do is go and look and see what the golf course looks like. If you have photos that are very non-descriptive of any of the golf holes, or it's a picture of the clubhouse and that's it, then most people will say, okay, well, they're scared to show the golf course, so I don't want to go see it. You have to make sure that you get some great photos of your golf course at perfect times of the day and be able to get something that is taken with a professional camera because what you're going to find is if you go out there with your iPhone you'll take a picture and then you'll go oh my goodness this doesn't look anything like what my eyes are seeing well that's what we call dynamic range simply put dynamic range is just measuring the different intensities of light and the human eye can actually measure 20 different levels of dynamic range, whereas an iPhone can only do eight different levels. So when you're going out there, your eyes are picking up so much more detail that really makes it look cool to your eyes, but an iPhone will only pick up maybe a third of what you're seeing with your eyes. Now, a professional camera can get a lot closer, but it's only going to pick up about two thirds, maybe three quarters of the detail that your eyes can pick up. So you can get a little bit closer, which is very important. But when you go out there with your iPhone, it's not going to look anything like what you see with your eye. That being said, make sure you take the time to get good pictures. The first thing that people are going to look at is that picture. And if it's a picture of something that is all burnt out and, you know, it's really white and you can't see any detail in the photo, then they're not going to get engaged in that photo. They're just going to glance over it and go, well, maybe 
maybe we'll check out the next one. And then that next website has a photo taken by a professional camera. And next thing you know, they're going to play there. Always make sure that what you're trying to sell of your golf course is what you're portraying on your website. If you can't make it look like what you see or something close, then you're definitely doing a disservice to the golf course. Next, tee times online. A lot of places are doing it. I highly recommend getting online tee time system. Now, what I mean by that is try to get that online system to go through your website. And I was looking today at about 50, five zero different golf course websites and over half of them didn't even offer the online version. There were actually five of the 50, 10% of them had a tee time link that went to nowhere. It was literally a blank page when I was looking at the tee time link. If I was a customer and it said, okay, I'm going to click on this thing that says tee times and I click on it and there's nothing there. I'm going to think either number one, the golf course is closed or number two, the golf course is so busy that they don't have any available tee times. I'm going to look somewhere else. If you have a link to nowhere, your customer is not going to be patient enough to try to find another link that works. They're just gonna quickly go to your competitor's website that has it right there where you click on tee times and it goes to tee times available and sign up with them. So very important that your tee time links link to your offerings. If you don't offer them and you have a tee time link, when they click on it, at least have something that says all tee times are currently being made through the golf shop. This is the phone number you need to call. Thank you, have a great day. If you see this on this spot, because of the trouble of not being able to do that, here's a 10% discount. Now I'm just kidding. Most places wouldn't be able to do that. Now in the same right, when we talk about a tee time link to nowhere, there are a lot of golf courses out there that I click through their website, even in the smaller areas where they've changed something. And now that web page now has what we call a broken link. And what comes up is 404 colon file not found. One of the worst things that somebody can find when they click on something that they're interested in and all of a sudden the link is broken and there's nothing there. Before we were talking about tee times for the golf course, that is revenue that's being thrown away. But some of these broken links are to emails or to blog posts, any of these different things that help that customer engage and become a lifetime customer of the course. If we continue to leave those places empty or blank and not fix them, then you're going to lose a lot of loyalty from any of these golfers that are trying to come to your course. The next thing, as we talk about it, we talked about two things here. We talked about email newsletter sign up. One of the biggest things that you can do, if you can get an email that goes out, and I'm not saying a email that's strictly advertising. I think that if you can get a newsletter that goes out that talks about all the neat things that are happening at the golf course, yes, I said neat, you will definitely get more people that will read that newsletter. I used to write a newsletter that offered a golf lesson in each one of the newsletters and the amount of people that opened up that newsletter were twice, sometimes three times more than the industry standard. So if you can offer value in that email, you're going to be able to get more people to sign up and you're going to get more people that will actually engage with what you're writing in that newsletter. Now you can put 
put some little ads on some of the things that are coming up, but the main focus of the email was not the advertising. It was the content that was helping that person with their golf game. The value that you were providing to them was worth the ads that you were putting in the newsletter. So make sure that when you start your newsletter sign up and you start to grow that, make sure that you are providing more value than just discount opportunities. All right. One of the last things that I want to talk about is online blogs. This is a great place for you to be able to show that you are engaging in what's going on out there. It helps you show your relevance. It shows your knowledge. It also helps new people that haven't been to your facility experience what you do through the words that you say. And if you throw in a little lesson in there as a golf professional, you might start to see that translate into dollars at the golf course from the amount of lessons that you'll gain because of writing that blog. So I highly recommend writing a weekly, monthly blog. I really think that you're going to get a lot more traction if you do something every week. And I want you to really take the time to sit down and write a blog. It's going to be a, a good year. We're starting it off second week of January. Start your blog today and see what happens. I am vowing to you right now that I'm going to write an online blog every week in 2019 and I want you to do it with me. So please send me an email. Tell me what you have going on and I really would love to hear about some of the online blogs that you are doing. Oh, the last thing. Here we go. The last thing in there. Wasted clicks. This is another thing that I was seeing where people would have a drop down menu. It would say like click on here to see the scorecard and you click on that and it goes to a web page with words that say scorecard and then you have to click on the words that say scorecard and then the scorecard actually pops up that is what i call wasted clicks it's an extra click that shouldn't have been there if they would have went directly to that last page then that customer could have got what they were looking for in that one simple click with all the websites that i've worked for looking at the google analytics you can find that anytime that you have that wasted click, people are going to drop off. They're going to leave your website because you're wasting their time. You need to make sure that your website is very efficient to what that person wants. If they want to see what the scorecard is and they click on the scorecard, it shouldn't send them to another website with the word scorecard so that they have to click on that to actually get to what they were trying to get to. So try to simplify your website, get rid of all the fluff and stuff that's in there that is just a wasted click, try to make it as streamlined as possible. All right. If you have any questions about websites, please. All my information is in the outro. Let's get 2019 kicked off and started right. Have a great week and we will talk to you next Tuesday. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's Find the Green podcast with PGA Master Professional Jason Rockhold. Hit subscribe now to get the latest Find the Green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week. Email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Find the Green. 